I've kept every movie ticket I've ever gotten. I used Until to. Until they get like flims. Now that they're like just receipt paper. Paper, yeah. Yeah. It's my biggest well, regret. Well, we should talk about movies. Yeah, it's my biggest regret that I threw. I lost all of my ticket stubs. It's a weird like thing you have to commit to. I did. You know? But I mean, I had them from when it was me and my dad going to the right. theater every weekend. And I wish that I had those now. Right. But, um, cause I would go through them every now and then uh-huh. be like, Oh yeah, I remember that one. Right. It was like it, collecting like baseball cards or something. Right. I agree. I um, love, I love like looking back at a card and be like, Oh, I remember going to see that movie yeah. in theaters. Like, like I have my Jurassic park tickets. I have like, that's the first movie I saw twice in theaters. Nice. Yeah. I have the star Wars in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Never saw Lord of the Rings in theaters. We're, that's that's our. I just saw that like kind of recently for the first oh, time. Really, that's our jam in our house. We're like Lord of the Rings nerds. Like my Never my stepdad built a computer recently. Yeah, and just so he could play like um, World of Warcraft, oh. but, the, but the Lord of the Rings version. Oh, nice! <laughs> he loves it. Nice. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, the mini, the mini so this, this time around is gonna be our, I, arbitrary number, five yeah. cinematic Top experiences. <clears throat> Get that horse out of yeah, there. Yeah, is that better? That's a little better. What's wrong with you? Drink a little. You were screaming at me the entire time we weren't on. <laughs> Was I? <clears throat> no. Oh. Don't Why tell would people- you fucking record right? <laughs> oh my god, don't tell people that, that. That's not how I am. That's true. It's more fists and less. <laughs> There's sad truth in that statement you just said. Um, okay, so I'm last... a hard day right now. You're fine. You know it's all in, in good fun. Uh, I literally almost never speak the truth. Just know this about me. Uh, I recently... Okay, so Empire Magazine, British publication, mm-hmm. uh, film publication, put out a podcast um, to accompany the magazine. Edgar Wright wrote this article um, where he compiled like a bunch of filmmakers and asked what their favorite cinematic experience was. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I really wanted to get Quentin Tarantino, but he didn't have time. And then right. the podcast popped in and it was like... We got him. We got him for three hours. So it's a three-hour interview between two of my favorite filmmakers, mm-hmm. Edgar Wright and Quentin Tarantino, just talking about experiences they've had in the theater. And I thought it'd be fun to kind of piggyback off of that a little bit because yeah. it made me feel n- sadly nostalgic right? because those don't exist right now. Right. And that's something that you and I usually do a lot with our time together. We spent... I mean, before this, we've spent more time in silence watching things than we've yeah. had talking to each other. I agree. <laughs> yeah. It's strange that now we're sitting sitting across from each other talking about movies because usually we're just sitting next to each other quietly watching one. Yeah. Yeah. Separate popcorns. Cause yeah, do not touch my fucking popcorn. <laughs> Separate, Separate sodas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I kind of wanted to just go through some cool moments we've had in theaters um one of these is one that i've shared with you and that's it oh i think two of my two on my list are with you i made some cuts i wanted to put them on but i want see okay here's the thing about me is that i treat sometimes i'll treat movie events like some people treat concerts like Uh i'll drive like seven hours to go see a movie (laughs) Um, just for the right reasons 
it's like a thing I do on the road is I'll, I'll see a movie in a, in a, in a weird place or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I like to go to filming locations for movies as well. Yeah. I like that about you. And it helps like, because you're interested in that. Like when I come across that kind of information, I like write it down and try to like, (laughs) try to like create a map throughout the United States of where those things are. And I always think that I'm like, I'm going to visit somewhere that he hasn't been and like tell you about it. But like, you always, you're always go, you've either been or you know where to go. Yeah. like, like well, I mean, like, before I travel anywhere, I look up if there's right. anything that's been shot around that place. Right. And if it's something I care about, then I'll go and look at it. I don't know. You want to you wanna kick it off? Yeah. I'm going to start... They're uh, not really in order. Yours yeah, in order of, like, no, the best one ever. No, there's no way. Because then it's just, like, that's saying that, like, I had a better time with this friend over right. that friend. Or, you know? <laughs> like, I didn't even think about that aspect of it. Well, mostly because I see movies by myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And I have one on here that I know you're going to be like, what the fuck did she put that on there for? Mine are all weird events, though. So, and, you know, typical of how I like to do these, I'm going to cut in some trailers and TV spots for each one. Yeah. I love it. Um, Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna save two of my like my ultimate favorites for a little higher up, but I'm yeah. gonna go with the the first one I'm gonna do is um so living in Big Sky Montana, I worked at, I finally got a job at the movie theater, and it's like it's a really like not elite thing to get to work there, but like they don't always need people, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and it's, you, you worked at like like an indie, <sighs> like I worked at a AMC. Yeah, you know. I mean, we had a bar in there. It, it's like screens. it was like family, family owned, two screens, but we still had to do yeah all the like big name sure because they make you money. Know, yeah, they make the money, and that's what people come and pay for. Like we always wanted to be like edgier than we could because the movies that like we wanted to pick the people who live in big sky don't want to see that right you know like you wanted to do like that at the drive-in documentary right. where you're showing like weird obscure shit right but then everyone wants to see a star is born and we're yeah. all like Ugh, okay yeah. i'm sure it's great uh, whoever I, liked it i just not my thing i feel that way about the art craft where like because i know the people who are scheduling these movies uh-huh I know that they want to show the weird shit. Right. But because it's in Franklin, which is like a small conservative kind of town, they're not going to be able to get away with showing something like Taxi Driver. Right. Right. (laughs) You know? Right, yeah. Their Christmas movies are what makes them money. Right. Not, you know, Mad Max 2. If there was a Star Wars movie, we paid our rent for the whole year with that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, So anyway, so working in the movie theater, I worked a lot of nights by myself and I closed them. Um, And actually, when The Nun came out, Experience it in IMAX September 7th. I would get oh. so scared of turning that theater off by myself <laughs> that I like, I one, well, the whole time it was out, I could not watch it because I did not know, want to know what was going on. Two, when I had to turn it off, I would like run in there and like not look at the screen and not listen to anything. And was, like, was your theater digital or film? Uh, digital. Okay. Yeah, it was digital. Yeah, I just could not like. I just because it's kind of scary to be in a movie theater by yourself after midnight. Oh, we always joked. We always it. joked that after midnight <laughs> is when our ghost showed up. Yeah. And like literally, sometimes. Um, okay, so we so we had like this little hangout couch area up above, and um, a couple of the employees we didn't quite live in town sometimes yeah so if the roads got bad or sleep there yeah we could sleep there and so uh one night we were staying like the boys and i like everyone who kind of like crashes there we were all there and like a bunch of glasses fell off the wall and i've I've slept better in projection booths than i sleep in my own bed man (laughs) 
But one of my favorite movies was some like closing closing the theater down, and sometimes I would clean the whole when I'd have to clean the whole theater. I was like, I'll just throw a movie on while I'm cleaning, you know. Yeah. And because uh, I want to, I want to watch this movie. Might as well hang out for a couple hours, get paid, deep clean the theater. I turn on Hotel Transylvania three. Get ready for planes. Rocking the boy, grumbling air. Trains. And I hate wearing disguises. These heels are killing me. And a cruise. This is Bob. Say hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Hotel Transylvania 3. Oh. I had the best time of my life. <laughs> I've heard those are really good. They were so good. I, I, lo- I love them anyway because, like, Mel Brooks is in it, Adam Sandler. It's super it's hilarious. The, it's the same guy who did uh, Samurai Jack. Oh, really? Yeah, Jim huh. D. Tartakovsky. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love them, but I turned it on, and, like, I was supposed to be cleaning, and I just ended up, like, dan- <laughs> I was, like, in the theater dancing with them, like, oh. just having a ball. <laughs> like, I walked out of that theater laughing my ass off, and it was, like, in the middle of the night, but I just, like, that was just a great moment. I just yeah. loved, I love that I was able to work in a theater have a cocktail while i was cleaning up afterwards and like just i was just having a whole dance party to myself and those movies are super cute like yeah they're, i've never seen them yeah i think i think you would like them i would it's like an animated version of like monster squad kind of stuff like speaking my language yeah it's so cute <laughs> i had a similar thing with um when hot fuzz came out speaking mm-hmm. of edgar wright right we got that movie early and i just built up a copy and watched it by myself nice gotta test the reels guys gotta see if it works they they let me have so much free reign of the movie theater that like i would just write down my times i never clocked in because Mm -hmm. i got in so early because i had to build up film and break down film yeah but sometimes i would just stay late in the night and just like watch the thing that i wanted to watch by myself yeah no management there we had a cleaning crew that would come in Mm. And I mean, like, you know, movies would go well past the time we're scheduled to leave. Right. So, like, people would just, you know, they just leave naturally. They, they're they not going to fuck with anything. So, right. Yeah, I would watch a lot of movies by myself there. I watched Dark Knight by myself there, too. Nice. Um, My number five, though, is uh the one that you and I experienced, which was the Halloween 1 in 4 double feature. Yeah. At the Georgetown Drive-In. The, the one, one. The only. The, the classic. classic. Halloween. I think he'll come back. Halloween, the night he came home. Rated R. Especially for 2020 and what it was, that movie felt like an event. Yeah. You know? Which is something I haven't, I didn't get to experience much in 2020 because because of the pandemic right and well and i think that we were there on like closing night we saw them like taking yeah. down the sign yeah um we got to see the car yeah it was super you know cool. it was just like you could tell that those people who it's run the most it, packed drive-in i've ever seen in yeah. my entire life i love that it was on a hill usually when we go see drive-ins they're not yeah. on a hill so it was just even like the landscape it was just beautiful i think it was just it was great a, it's such a cool halloween like, like it felt like that matte painting that we saw in monster squad yes like it had this very romanced feeling of a drive-in right and everybody was there and it was super cool right and like they because it was halloween night they they had the concessions built like a haunted house and there People were running around walking around <laughs> it was perfect yeah uh, that 
Yeah, that's all. That, that I I put that in over here just in case you didn't bring it up. Your pool it, of things. Yeah, it's in one of my good moments. <laughs> that was the one I actually thought we would both have on there. I want to go to that drive-in again. I mean, I know it's probably not going to feel the exact same, but I'm definitely going to keep an eye on it. I want to see. I want to see what they show because I feel yeah, like the they, regular showings. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of just stumbled onto that too. I like we even were like is it in indiana is it in right because you said we were gonna go see one in kentucky and then we crossed the border and i'm like yeah i mean it's like like, it's barely in indiana (laughs) those people think they're in kentucky anyway right i have family down there and they're always like we're from louisville i'm like no you're not you're (laughs) you're on this side of indiana i mean it makes sense though when when i'm at a con and somebody's like where are you from i just say indianapolis because they don't fucking know where greenwood is yeah no i always just say indianapolis too um i mean like halloween one is like it's like one of if not my favorite slasher film so Mm -hmm. it's great to see that on a screen halloween four is okay it's whatever but seeing halloween one on a big screen was pretty amazing yeah it went on my bucket list of like things that i've always wanted to see checked off you know and that's that's what i think a lot of my list is is like things that you want to see yeah things that like mean a lot to me that i wasn't able to see on the big screen mine's that it's also the experience Uh of some of this stuff because some of these get wild (laughs) oh man yeah trust me uh your next one please yeah um when we went and saw the thing at the art craft that was one of one of the my thing th- the thing i wasn't there for that no 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 not the thing i wrote the wrong thing down uh we went and saw the shining oh yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't know why i wrote the thing down no no shining that was a really good experience for me and so i went with my parents but i went with my yeah i went with my parents but you were there yeah so we didn't sit next to each other but i think i was there with my friend steve yeah 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 and um but my mom had never seen it. Like, that was the first time I ever saw it, too. The- I'd never seen The Shining before then. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, like, caught li- clips of it, and I, like, yeah, I never knew what it was, you know. Uh, so, like, watching it for the first time on 35 in that theater. Was, at the art craft. At the art craft was just super, super It was a cool. decent print, too. It, like, had yeah. some scratches, but it was, like, Not was bad. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What, it- I, what I love about the art craft is that it is the most genuine audience you'll ever see a movie with. Right. I think it's just because either A, you're getting film enthusiasts, mm-hmm. or B, you're getting people who are just like, Artcraft's showing a movie tonight, it doesn't happen all the time, so let's go fucking see it. Right. And a lot of times they haven't seen these movies, mm-hmm. so you get like genuine reactions from people. Right, right, yeah. What I found weird, like I've seen The Shining twice in theaters i've seen it at the art craft and i saw it at a midnight showing at a landmark theater oh cool uh like the art house cinema up mm-hmm. north seeing it at the midnight showing people were laughing at the movie i guess because you know they're fucking movie nerds they've seen this shit so much right. so to see certain scenes it's more funny than it is scary oh but to see it at the art craft you got people genuinely like jumping and screaming and getting scared right the way my mother reacted when that when the old lady gets out of the tub she was like (laughs) i love watching things with both of my parents um just because of the way they react like like if someone falls out of a building my stepdad will like oh my gosh he'll like sit up out of his chair (laughs) you know like like they they get spooked pretty easy it's pretty fun that was my favorite thing about working at the theater was i would watch a movie before it came out 
by myself uh-huh. and then i the next night when it came out i would go and watch it with the audience and i would right. watch the audience instead of the movie because uh-huh. i knew it was going to happen yeah there is like something magical when you hear the whole audience go <gasps> yeah you know like discover things together it's like that collective consciousness of like having that experience together and yeah. i was kind of talking to my mom about this the other day it was like something i love about the art craft is the fact that like you have to like say the um the national anthem <laughs> yes you know and like that's something that it's a unifying like everybody stand up and do the same right thing. and I, no matter what you feel about our nation or like the words inside of it like the fact that we all used to stand up and participate in being in that moment i think yeah. there's something like special to that yeah, you know yeah. and, and it like, almost like drops this veil of like you can you can check your bullshit at the door right because we're all in this shit together right. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that and i, I kind of like I was talking to her about... And like, the cartoons kind of loosen you up, too. Right, you're like, all right, you know? here we go. We're going to yeah. have this experience together. But <laughs> I, I like that part of it. We just all stand up and sing the national anthem and yeah. hear all the people sing horribly. That's, I usually don't sing. I love it. It's one, of, it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move some stuff around since we're talking about the art craft. I'm going to oh, talk okay. about my favorite art craft thing that I've experienced which I, I've been to some of their events that they had. Back in the day, they used to do a B-movie event mm-hmm. that was, like, weekend long. I wish they would do those again. It was, like, an independent thing, so mm-hmm. they would rent out the art craft and show shit. That's not what's on my list, though. Okay. But during that, I saw The Blob. Ooh. Uh, I saw a House on Haunted Hill. Okay. And for House on Haunted Hill, they actually, in the, the orchestra pit, they had a skeleton on a <gasps> stick. Because nice. in that movie, there there used to be this gimmick where, like, when skeleton would show up, they would have skeletons fly over the audience. Uh-huh. But in the movie, on at the aircraft, they just had it on a stick. It was great. Anywho, uh, Hitchcock Festival is what I want to talk about, which are the the two posters right by my front door. I went to both of them um, because it's the art craft and it's the most genuine film audience you'll ever see a film with. Uh, the end of the first uh hitchcock festival which i'm looking at now good evening ended with the birds oh yeah and the way that they did those fests was like it's two days Uh uh-huh there's no time between the movies it's just like movie 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 day ends movie 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 right day ends i did all of them i took two days off of work to do all these hitchcock films and the the festival ended with the birds so the movie was out at like like 11 o'clock at night okay. or something, 12 o'clock. Like it was late. Um, and you're sitting there three movies in a row and you're, you're, you're fucking ready to go. You're ready to go see the world again. Right. And while the movie was playing, they filled the entire, whatever you would call that atrium uh-huh. foyer with fake birds. <laughs> so no when way! You, yeah. So when you got out of seeing the movie, the birds, and they're driving through the countryside and all of the world is filled with birds. Right. You walk out of the movie and the entire room was filled with birds. Creepy. Like fake birds. Yeah. It was amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and then the other one was seeing Psycho at the other Hitchcock Festival because there were people in the audience that had never seen Psycho. And like that's a movie that everybody knows the ending to. Right, right. You, you know that... You, you know, know that, yeah. Norman Bates is his mother. Right. I'm sorry I spoiled it for people. <laughs> <laughs> but, Spoilers! But, so there's a scene when Janet Lee is walking from her room, and she's going to go to the main office to check 
like to check on Norman, but she passes a doorway and he's actually standing in it. And uh-huh. I remember the audience gasped because Norman was there. Uh-huh. And it was like, I've seen this movie maybe like 60 times. Right, right. I've, and I never thought like I would ever hear a genuine reaction. People did not know the ending of that movie. It was insane. People were screaming <laughs> at the end of Psycho because they didn't know that the mother was dead the whole time. Right. It was insane. That is fun. That is fun <laughs> about going to see these older movies in a theater is, like, those genuine reactions, you know? like Yeah. I mean, like, before the movie starts, uh-huh. you know, Artcraft, they'll typically do, like, prizes. And right. they'll ask people, like, hey, have you seen this movie or not? Right. And you get a lot of hands up that haven't seen these movies, which mm-hmm. I find bizarre but i mean i guess you know it's the art craft tickets right. are only like five bucks so why the fuck not right. buy a ticket for a movie you haven't seen before but like i don't know it's it's a it's a special place i've and, seen uh, i've yeah. seen the birds in theater too we uh we had a, a horror hound weekend at yeah. the movie theater i worked at and we had the birds and that was it is something cool to see that that movie up on the big screen yeah and with the art craft it's all oh. 35 millimeter right. which is right. insane um, I I miss that place like yeah yeah we we're both just kind of like staring at their social media in the world be like okay the world could open up back just so we could have our movie theaters yeah, please like, yeah they were doing it right too I mean the distancing and stuff oh yeah yeah out really well um what I really like about them too is they do on Thursdays they do like um or they used to they would bus in all the old folks and oh got yeah free the senior movies. nights yeah senior yeah, nights yeah. i go with my parents and because they know i come all the time they're like you can just be a senior today so <laughs> it was like a really fun which is being like the youngest person there by 60 years watching these old <laughs> black and white movies uh, it's like me hanging out with my friends right <laughs> <laughs> all right your next one um okay um uh, i think we're on three now so um out in oregon there's these brothers who they take old schools and like old buildings and mm. turn them into theaters oh, yeah. and um closest we have here is what the irving yeah probably i think that used to be an old church uh-huh. or something yeah um so my mom and i went and saw the wild things at this theater and like all the chairs are couches. where the wild things are where the wild things are yeah because wild things is a totally different no no, movie no where the wild things where you are. see kevin bacon's dick <laughs> what you see his little you see his bacon his bacon you see kevin's bacon uh no we're gonna have a war a battle yeah so who wants to be a bad guy Okay. Where the wild things are. Rated PG. Starts October 16th. Okay. Well, not see that one. Where the wild things are. Yes. Um, with So when we went, like, the, instead of having chairs, they have couches. Oh, cool. And so you can just, like, your group just sits on the couch. And nice. then they bring you tater tots and beer. And just, <laughs> I love it. It was so great. And then, like, these people who, like, I thought they were part of the production, but they definitely were not. They just dressed up like creatures. And, like, every time the wild That's things great. would run around, they would run around the theater <laughs> chasing each other. It was fantastic. So uh, when we left, I saw them out there. And I was probably, like, 22 or whatever. Yeah. Like, uh i made them take a picture with me so i have a picture of these like random people like acting like monsters <laughs> attacking me i love it but yeah those and i went with my mom and my cousins and i just like 
that was a great movie experience. And I've been back to Portland in that area and seen. Oh, I've never been. You, we, I know. Yeah. When I get the van, that'll. Yeah. There's definitely some things out. Homie, there. don't fly. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, those those are cool theaters, and each each one like each facility has a different kind of like vibe and theme to them. And I I went and saw Captain Marvel in one oh. of their theaters too. Nice. Yeah. And you get cheeseburgers delivered to you. Nice. <laughs> I love I love a theater that you can eat real food in. Have you been to have you seen a movie at the IMA? Yeah, downtown? Yeah. Yeah, you and I went and saw what did we see? It? No, different theater. That's oh. the Idol Jork. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh the IMA further north. They do a summer movie and a winter movie festival or whatever or series. Uh-huh. During the winter series, they've got an indoor um theater. And the front row is all giant beanbag chairs. Ooh. It's pretty awesome. That's I awesome. saw Totoro there once. It was pretty dope. Nice. <laughs> um, especially because, like, Totoro's a big fluffy dude. Right, right. And you're, like, watching it in his lap. It's nice. <laughs> What's next on your list? My next one, you know what? Because I'm talking about the IMA and the new fields. Um, probably, like, two, two, three years ago. Um, for, I think it was October... October had a Friday the 13th that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Friday the 13th, they did a double feature of Friday the 13th 1 and 2 on an inflatable screen in the woods. Nice! <laughs> um. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12... Friday the 13th. You may only see it once, but that will be enough. Friday the 13th. Rated R. So I did that. And, uh, you know, it's like one of my one of my favorite franchises. One of my favorite slashers. I have a Jason Voorhees tattoo. Oh, it's one of your favorites? I didn't know. Yeah. I'm just I not catching on. I have a shrine in my, in my guest bedroom. I, everywhere, every direction I look right now, it's all That's I That's not true. Okay, There's... well, maybe just one up there. Not every direct. Not every direction. All right, maybe your box I was just sitting over there for a long time. So. <laughs> it was. But they also, like, they had artists set up that were selling their, their wares. Um... They have, like, pint glasses made for the occasion, so I bought a Friday the 13th pint glass. Nice. It was cool. It was cool. You could, like, bring, like, um, your own chairs and, like, do, like, a picnic thing. Blankets, because yeah. it was cold. It was October. Yeah, it was super cool to see horror movies set in the woods in the woods. That is cool. They did Blair Witch Project, I think, the weekend after, but I didn't go to that. That I, would be too spooky. That is way too spooky. <laughs> I don't like watching that movie just because, like, I it's, love that it's movie. hard for me. That kind of, like, camera angle is kind of hard on me. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not my favorite thing to see. I do want to shout out one thing that they did a few years before that at Newfields. They did a winter showing of Fargo mm-hmm. outside. Oh, man. In the snow. That would be cool. <laughs> That yeah. would be super cool. I'd be down for that because I've got enough gear and like right, zero right. degree sleeping bags. They do some cool stuff out there. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they do their their winter showings indoors, but they show some really cool stuff. Um, they have custom posters made for everything that nice. they do. My friend Aaron made a bunch of theirs. If you're in Indiana, in uh, 
post-COVID times, check out New Fields. They've got some cool stuff showing, and it's pretty cheap, too. Your next one. Well, my next one is going to be uh, 16 Candles. 16 Candles. It's kind of cool the way she's always looking at me. A movie about love. Baby, she's crazy. Life. Hey, quit feeling sorry for yourself. It's bad for your complexion. Commitment. Come on. You know you're the one I want to buy. Truth. Last night at the dance, my little brother paid a buck to see her underwear. <laughs> And the most important day of her life. 16 Candles. This is getting good. Rated PG. Special sneak preview April 27th and 28th. Opens May 4th at select theaters. Okay. Because uh, I love it. It's 16 Candles and like Pretty in Pink and The Breakfast Club. Those are like, those are my favorite movies. And like they came out before I could see them in theaters, you know. Mm. And the theater up in Big Sky we used to do on Thursday nights is like do movie rewinds. Oh, nice. And so uh, when I first moved out there, I didn't know a lot of people. So every Thursday I just went to those movies by myself. And yeah. so like going to see 16 Candles and like seeing it on the big sc- screen. Like I remember like I was like crying at the end. <laughs> like even though That's just, okay. I, look, yeah, I, just, I cried sitting in my living room watching a documentary called wolfman's got nards it's no problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> well and then i put slash uh the christmas vacation because a couple years ago my buddy john and i we went and saw christmas vacation here in greenwood mm. and that was just like there's just something to see in those like 80s movies on the screen and like and that's a movie i've seen over and over and over but like seeing on the big screen I, like i caught different with an things. audience no less right yeah well i don't know how many people were there that night oh but, really yeah uh. but just hearing like uncle uncle eddie be like get the get the rubber sheets you know yeah. like just just catching things different like so th- those made on my list i think just uh getting to see i like i love when movies do those rewinds just yeah. getting to go yeah. see those they don't happen a lot at like your major Mm-mm. um they're kind of happening right now because because like, there's nothing coming out yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah oh like i went to i wanted to go see pretty in pink on um valentine's day yeah and so i went to go buy tickets but the theater was closed because uh, it was super bowl sunday yeah. and so anyway i was like talking to the kid and i was like yeah i'm here to buy tickets for pretty in pink and he goes is that a new movie coming out and i was like no <laughs> how did new you- to you right <laughs> not new to me you fucking 16 year old like yeah. i don't know but that kind of but you also saw like Maltese falcon recently yeah yeah theaters. for his 80th um 80th birthday yeah. anniversary i, I did saw- that with casablanca mm-hmm. saw that by myself in a theater nice at an amc like fathom event thing mm-hmm. um, i i those even though they're digital prints you know usually yeah. like when we go see something older i love that you could see it on 35 but like the fathom events are kind of cool because they have like at least for casablanca it was introduced by the dude who like does shit for turner classic movies mm-hmm. so there was like trivia and stuff at the front yeah that yeah if they didn't uh mess up Malti- Maltese Falcon that would have happened too but they yeah. messed up the oh really yeah like we were sitting in mm. there for like 30 minutes and the movie was playing but not on the screen oh no <laughs> yeah it's one of those things where I was like sitting you there like you just gotta flip the shutter and I was like it. something mechanically went wrong like yeah. cause the lights like dimmed and then came back and then nothing happened for a while you know they look it happens they they had been out of a job for a while they had to get they had ring rust they had to get yeah they have a lot of ring rust going on over there right now (laughs) kids don't know when pretty and pink came out no kids i laughed really hard as i walked away (laughs) (laughs) my next one is seeing uh the hateful eight from the director of kill bill and django unchained come seven strangers and one good way to get yourself dead 
they got a secret. One of y'all ain't who you say that he is. But they didn't count. Do you know who he is? Whoa! On him. Start to see pictures, ain't you? <laughs> He'll kill everybody in here. Shoot him, stab him, burn him. I never bring him in alive. Never. Never, ever. The Hateful Eight, rated R, December 31st. Up in Chicago? Yeah. I, me and, and my friend John, we drove all the way to Chicago to see The Hateful Eight in 70 millimeter on a, the biggest screen outside of a, an IMAX that I've ever seen a movie on. I mean, that movie was shot, like, in the same way that, like, those old westerns was shot, where mm-hmm. it's that, like super thin wide lens it was part of the uh road show cut so it's an extended cut Mm -hmm. this version was so long it had an intermission in it oh geez and it's a version that's never been released on disc or via the netflix thing that's ever come out oh wow it was cool to see a version of a movie that not many people are probably gonna see and it's the music box which if you're ever in chicago you should see a movie at the music box it's like the most gorgeous ornate theater i've ever been in nice that's specifically made for movies one halloween i saw rocky horror picture show there drove all the way up there to see rocky horror that place is insane it's gorgeous it's right by wrigley field okay so you get all that like old chicago history with it Uh too um i don't have much to say about it it's a it's a good tarantino movie not his best but it was cool to see that version yeah and in that theater yeah yeah, I, I've, I'm bummed by how much we didn't get to, like, travel more this kind of year, this past year, and go yeah. see theaters yeah. and movies. I, I try to, like, see a movie in theaters when I'm traveling, Yeah. Too. Like, when I was in Kansas City, I went to the Alamo Draft House because I've always wanted to go to an Alamo Draft yeah, House. And I was like, my- whatever the fuck's playing is what I'm going to see. And <laughs> right. I got lucky that they were showing Spinal Tap at midnight. Oh, nice. So after a convention, I just was like, I'm going to, anybody want to come with? And nobody could. So I was like, I'm going to see Spinal Tap by myself. Right. And they have a pre-programming for the alamo at least with like their like retro movies so i got there early because i get everywhere 15 to 20 minutes early <laughs> and i do not at the alamo they they were showing old spinal tap music videos and like old archive interview footage mm-hmm. and then before the movie started like the programmer came out and was like here's a bunch of trivia here's the state of the movie here's mm-hmm. why you should care about it that's cool and then they showed spinal tap it was awesome Nice. Not on the list, but thought I should bring it up, I guess. Long story short, if you have a chance to go to an Alamo Draft House, you probably should, although I've heard that they don't treat their employees the best, but hey, neither does AMC, right. so they probably treat them better than AMC does. The other one I had on my list was The Labyrinth, when we went this summer to go see that. Jim Henson, creator of The Muppets, huh? and George Lucas, creator of Star Wars. Team up to take you on a magical journey to a world of fantasy and adventure. There's nothing to be afraid of. The dazzling world of Labyrinth. Oh, yeah, that was like our kickoff to drive-in season, basically. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like, it was one of the beginnings, for sure. Yeah, but Labyrinth and Legend, which yeah, you fell asleep I during. I fell asleep hard through Legend. <laughs> it's like snoring. Snoring hard, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I think we got like, um, what did I get? Like, that uh, pork sandwich between two oh, yeah, pretzel buns? Oh, yeah, the pork bonds? tenderloin? The pink, yeah, pork tenderloin between two pretzels. Yeah. Jeez. That was filthy. Yeah. You did it dirty. I ate that and passed right out. Um, that was one of my favorite experiences. I think just going to the drive-in this summer all together is my one of my favorite experiences. Just because like, I really couldn't do much. 
Yeah. Even even without the corona being going on, just like where I was physically, I don't think I could have done much this summer. And uh, just getting to go and like sit in the car and watch movies and get to see all those older films like that was fun like seeing my childhood films yeah on it's the big um, screen and i still i still get off work early on fridays uh-huh. because i set up my schedule to be like gotta go to the driveway on fridays right. so now that it's winter i feel like what am i supposed to do now on a friday i get off early you, you get off early and then you go pick up your good friend dr pepper and popcorn and come home and watch i usually movie. just go to bed <laughs> there's nothing to do right luckily i got my other good friend joe bob briggs on the shutter network <laughs> and he's doing double features oh, so yeah. there's a uh there's a valentine's day oh. double feature this coming friday so i'm very much looking forward to that i will stop at the gas station and, and pick up my other good friend dr pepper and popcorn and we'll watch some horror Have movies. Have you heard about yeah. these rumors about the shortage of Dr. Pepper? Don't fucking talk to me like that. Okay. What are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> what is that? I got worried. I heard it the other day. Now I'm all scared. No way. There's no way. How okay. could that happen? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm pretty just, sure it's all chemicals, right? I'm just saying I heard a rumor that we'll be gone. We'll be out of Dr. Pepper by 2022. What does that even mean? I don't know. I'm worried. I'm. I don't be worried. All right, They've I'm been worried. saying this about coffee for the past ten we years. We never getting fucking rid of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, is it my turn for this yeah. last one? My number one. Your number. This one. actually is my number one best, craziest, most bizarre film going experiences I've ever had. What year was it? It was like oh eight oh nine. I saw the nineteen seventy eight Dawn of the Dead. In 1968, George Romero brought us Night of the Living Dead. It became the classic horror film of its time. Now, George Romero brings us the most intensely shocking motion picture experience for all times. Dawn of the Dead. Night of the Living Dead has ended. Dawn of the Dead is here. up and kills. The people it kills get up and kills. They must be destroyed on sight. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Dawn of the dead. This picture contains scenes of violence that may be considered shocking. No one under 17 will be admitted. On an inflatable screen in the Monroeville Mall where the movie was made. Whoa. Overnight after the mall was shut down. That's awesome. It was pretty cool. And on top of that, it was during a horror convention. So they had like a bunch of like the the extras, a bunch of the zombies were uh-huh. there, like doing signings, and some of them even showed up in costume. Wicked. Uh so I saw the original Dawn of the Dead in the mall with the zombies. <laughs> Um, nice. could you like stay in the mall afterwards did you like was it a sleepover no it was like come in see the movie but you know all the stores were shuttered right but right. they gave you free reign like you could walk around and and look, look at, at it that's yeah. cool it was super cool um it was like kind of part of the alamo draft house ro- rolling road show thing that they used to do mm-hmm. um where they would like famous movies and famous locations like before that they did they did Jaws uh, in the water Ooh. on an inflatable screen, and everybody sat in like inner tubes and watched Jaws. 
Oh, they, man, I've I've done that. They did that at the uh, over here in Greenwood. Oh, really? The Splash Park. Oh, yeah, nice. they had an, they had an adult night and they played Jaws. Nice. And it's Jaws a little too. different when it's like uh, uh you know right. park versus right, right, right. actually in the ocean. They're way different. Yeah, way different. I've I actually been to where they shot Jaws in uh, Martha's Vineyard. That is one of that movie still scares me, and it's um, so cheesy, but yet they did. Oh shit! What was it? They did Rocky on the steps cool they did close encounters of the third kind projected onto devil's tower what the fuck i wanted to go yeah. see that <laughs> god damn it yeah uh but the monroeville ball was super cool because a lot it still kind of looks like it was like in the in uh-huh. the 80s like the you haven't seen that movie have you um yeah i've seen it okay it's, yeah. it's hard to track down these days because the rights are in limbo but like i've been to that mall like four times now this was the first time i went and it was like really surreal because the in the movie the jc pennies just feels funny to talk about jc pennies but right. the jc pennies is like a critical thoroughway for their like apartment that they have set up in the in the the mall uh-huh um so it felt really weird to like go into that and they use the ele- the elevators a big part of the movie uh-huh. um because they'll they'll go up in it and then into the 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 walls it felt weird to be like go down the escalator and then i'm like yeah the elevator's over here in the corner even though i've never fucking been in this building <laughs> like you know where it is. <laughs> that is strange they, the pennies isn't there anymore so i probably went like one of the last years it was uh-huh. there but the elevator looked exactly like it did in 1978 crazy it was bizarre and the koi ponds were still there so you could see where like the zombies were like trying to get fish out of the pond it was awesome that's awesome yeah your last no that was i did five that's it yeah that was five i did we're done yeah i did all five oh i'm sad that was a good one (laughs) i do like that but it was it was it was a little hard for me too because i was like man i've had so many experiences going to see movies you yeah know? yeah but like i mean like stop making sense almost made the list here right yeah when we saw that in the art craft uh-huh i know i was like and i can't just sit there and talk about art craft for like five like my top five could could have all yeah, just come yeah. right out of the art craft you yeah. know um and, I, and then i was trying to like think of a movie that like i'd been waiting to see because like now that you know we're in our 30s and there's you know being a nerd since i was little like there's certain things that i finally get to see that you know like going to see like the han solo movie like even though like it's debatable like what people feel about it but but being able to finally see like those kind of episodes come up you know that i was trying to think of like something like nostalgic that made me feel a certain way that i finally get to see yeah i kind of like all of mine are like old movies yeah same here aside from hateful eight but that was uh but like, cause I'm I'm just quietly, patiently waiting for uh, Captain Marvel and Rogue to get in a fight. Like when I finally get to see that scene on <laughs> the big screen, then like my childhood, like uh, a little piece of my childhood, will be complete. Seeing the Dawn of the Dead remake in what '04 mm-hmm. when that came out um, at the what was then the Carasotes Theater mm-hmm. midnight release was pretty amazing because there were people dressed up as zombies nice um so that was super cool to see probably like rogue one was something like that for me because even though we got like episode one two and three like as teenagers preteens, whatever like those yeah those are fan fiction those aren't real movies well yeah they're like <laughs> like being able to see rogue one and to see like the reason like i don't know there's just pieces of my childhood of like things that the questions i had about empire strikes back that like get answered in yeah, rogue one yeah. that, like that was just like it was just a cool cinematic 
puzzle piece coming together. Yeah, nowadays I don't I don't even watch trailers for modern movies because I don't. don't want any bit of them spoiled for me. So <sighs> seeing something like Rogue One was really cool because I didn't know I didn't know that it actually was like about the Death Star. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what that movie was about right, at all. I just knew that it. it said Star Wars, and I was like, okay, well, I already sold a ticket. So I love trailers, like like previews and trailers are like I love it, and you do not watch any of them. I love it, but I also want. A movie to be a complete surprise mm-hmm. to me like have you ever seen um from dusk till dawn yeah could you imagine going into that movie not knowing there are fucking vampires in it at all that's true you know right. you know how crazy that movie would be if you're like I thought this was about a bank robbery right, <laughs> <laughs> right. there's vampires now that's true this yeah. movie's nuts i yeah. want i want to have that genuine experience at some point in my life not really knowing what it's gonna be no i i like that i like that part about you because like but i have to work hard to do you that. do i know <laughs> it's so much fucking work i have to change how i talk about certain things with you. <laughs> like because i'll be like did you see this and i'm like i know you didn't see that nah. like, no that was a good one i liked i liked talking about our different movie experiences do you that feel was, sad now though yeah i'm fucking miss it i just bought a, <laughs> i just bought a cinemark movie pass for for the month like yeah I'm part of the club, so I get a free movie every month. Part of the goddamn club, ain't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's really, like, nothing fucking coming out. No. Some, the, some would say that that might have been a bad investment. The movie tickets roll over, <laughs> and I'm using my government money. <laughs> okay. But, uh, I mean, they've been playing those older movies, too, yeah. so I can use yeah. it. But And I feel like no one fucking goes there anyway. Pretty good popcorn situation at the Cinemark. Yeah, no one's... To be honest. No one's ever there. Like, when I went and saw Maltese Falcon, like, there was only four other people there in yeah. the whole theater, so... Feels weird. Yeah, I just, It genuinely feels weird being in a movie theater. Yeah, I just left my mask on the whole time. Yeah, boy. I would really love to have this vaccine so I can fucking enjoy the world again. Hmm, one day. Yeah. All right. Well, um, what is note, your, like, hey, fans, if you're listening, what is your favorite movie-going experience? Uh, or if you have a theater that you would like to suggest to us, since we both like to travel and see movies while we're out and about. That's actually great, that's a great point. What what theaters do you go to that um, are just, like, and little don't hidden don't give me gems? this AMC bullshit. <laughs> this don't AMC's give me this regal got, bullshit. They got the best Diet Coke, motherfuckers. No. We like the little hole-in-the-wall little places. The mom and pop doing ones. Where should we go? Tell us. Did you did you ever experience any movies at the Keystone Cinema? It was like a little two two screen theater off of Keystone Avenue. Downtown. I feel like yeah. I saw Bruce Campbell there once. He uh-huh. did a Q and A, and then he screened his movie, The Man with the Screaming Brain. It's a really bad movie, but it was super cool to sit in a movie and do a signing with Bruce Campbell for like two hours. That is cool. I also saw Clockwork Orange there. It was great. That place was amazing. The last movie they ever showed there was The Last Picture Show, and that's a really good movie too. Nice and a great one to end on. If this podcast ever dies, maybe we'll end on the last picture show <laughs> that's not a bad idea yeah all right i guess that's it yeah so i guess with that being said you know support your your local theaters as much as you can especially right now and if you got drive-ins go see movies there and uh you know see whatever you want because fuck rotten tomatoes yeah fuck it <laughs> if if it were for rotten tomatoes monster squad would have never been the movie that it is now i'm sure that movie got butchered by reviews right what do they know nothing 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 goodbye
got this, man. We got this by the ass. 